Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wendy's is giving you a chance to win cash. Head to a participating Wendy's, snap a pic when you try the new homestyle French toast sticks, and post it on social using the hashtag Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps or log on to Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps.com. Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. They're so good, they're the best thing to ever happen to breakfast. No purchase necessary. See rules at Wendy's French toast stick sweeps.com. Sweepstakes end September 11th, 2022. Hello again, friends. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Baseball report today with Gamecock great Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips. Kip, the Gamecocks. Split a couple of midweek games. They beat Charlotte 5-4 to four, Tuesday night at Founders Park. Alex Destino and Jacob Olson each homered in that ball game. But then yesterday the Gamecocks came back and gave up a four-run first inning and lost to Kansas State 6-5. to five. So K-State's won four in a row after dropping their first ball game of the season. They're 4-1. and one. And the Gamecocks are 3-2 and two, heading into a... Uh, an important weekend series with a Wright State team that has jumped into the top 25 in the nation. Now, Wright State took two out of three from Clemson last week, and they are ranked in the top 25. They are 25th in one of the major college baseball polls this week. So, Kip, give us some of your takeaways from the two midweek games this week. Well, you know, it was really a good win uh, against Charlotte uh, on Tuesday. I mean, you obviously want to win all of your non-conference games, midweek games, especially from – uh, you may call them lesser opponents, but, um, you know, tough loss last night, but, uh, you know, right State obviously has a good ball club, taking two out of three from Clemson, and, um, you know, I, I think that uh, we certainly don't want to make a habit of losing these games, but uh, sometimes playing some tight games early on in the year and having those losses now uh, could end up being beneficial for South Carolina down the road. I do still think that the major question mark for me is the, is the hitting uh, and, and the clutch hitting. And I think, uh, obviously, we left some runners on base yesterday in form position, especially, um, which, um, you know, uh, it's good to play some tight games. Obviously, you want to try to win those games if you can, but um, I think it's the first time they started off three and two since I believe my freshman year, 1998. So it has been a long time. I understand there's some Gamecock fans that are frustrated, but there's so much parity in college baseball now. You know, getting off to a rough start in the first inning was tough. Uh, but they're just going to have to continue to battle and play hard, and uh, hopefully they can, uh, you know, at least win the series this weekend. Okay. Both Gamecock starters in these two midweek games made their first career starts. It was Sawyer Bridges, freshman from Somerville, South Carolina, getting the start. Tuesday against Charlotte. Destino and Jacob Olson each homer in that game. Gamecock scored five runs in the first five innings. Senior right-hander Coley Bowers from Lexington was the winning pitcher. His first win of the season or picked up the win in relief with two scoreless innings of work. Struck out one, walked none. And junior right-hander Tyler Johnson closed it out with one and a third innings, two strikeouts to earn his first save of the season. Gamecocks took a one-to-nothing lead in the bottom of the first without a hit. T.J. Hopkins scored the run for South Carolina. Charlotte tied it at one in the top of the second, and then Olsen homered 
to give Carolina a two-to-one lead in the bottom of the second. Charlotte took a three-two lead with a two-run top of the third, and the Gamecocks scored three runs in the bottom of the fifth. Destino, the two-run home run to uh, put South Carolina in front, and the Gamecocks won it five to four. Eight of the nine South Carolina starters had at least one hit in this ball game on Tuesday. So Carolina took Wednesday off, and they were back at it on Thursday. K-State scored four runs in the top of the first inning, Kip. Uh, Gamecock starter John Park walked the first two batters, and they would both come around to score, and two more Kansas State runners would score in that first inning. Park did not make it out of the first inning. Again, his first career start. Two-thirds of an inning, four runs on three hits, three walks, and one strikeout. Destino homered for the second straight game. Uh, this one coming in the bottom of the third, a two-run shot to cut it to four to two. K-State added a two-run homer to left in the top of the fourth to increase their lead to six to two. The Gamecocks would load the bases in the bottom of the fourth with nobody out and only got one run. Madison Stokes scoring on a double play ball. And Stokes, again, contributing in the bottom of the fifth with an RBI double down the left field line. LT Tolbert added an RBI single in the bottom of the fifth. Stokes had a career-high three hits. Gamecocks lost it 6-5. to five. And, Kip, you mentioned South Carolina loaded the bases three times with one out or less and just couldn't couldn't score any runs, Kip. Couldn't deliver timely hits against Kansas State. Well, you know, I, that obviously is a concern, and that's certainly what ultimately ended up costing them the game yesterday. But, you know, Coach Holbrook, I know, is addressing that, and they're going to have some good practices where they're put in those situations and, you know, applying that pressure um, in practice to make sure those guys are are good, and relaxed, and comfortable when that when it comes when that time comes in the game. But uh, you know, that's it. The ingredient to winning a lot in baseball is good pitching, good defense, and timely hitting. I think that that is going to be the recipe. I just do not think South Carolina has the bats throughout the order up and down the lineup to be able to go out and just sit back and wait on the two or three run homer. Obviously, Justino has that pop. There's some other guys certainly have some pop, but we're going to need those other guys to come up big and, and uh, execute. You know, there's nothing wrong with a couple sack flies or, uh, or, or the, the infield playing back or down ball to short and getting that guy in. I mean, they're, they're going to definitely have to work on executing and doing that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to tip the, you know, tip the cap to the pitcher. Maybe those pitchers made really good pitches in this situation. So, I'm, I've certainly been on the side of being the pitcher with bases loaded, no outs, or one out. And if I can limit that damage to one up, that's certainly what you want to do. So uh, it's one game. I know South Carolina fans are a little upset. They're three and two. They've lost a couple one-run games. And, uh, you know, it'd be different if they were going out and just playing terrible, making errors like crazy and, and uh, not looking prepared to play. But um, they got off to a bad start. You know, I, I do look for John Park to be a, a definite – uh, arm that South Carolina's going to need down the stretch. I think he just probably was a little bit nervous. Obviously, starting off with two uh, walks is, is certainly something that, that uh, I know will be addressed. And, um, you know, this pitching staff just has to trust their stuff and take the contact. I mean, that's the, that's the main thing for me. Is these, these pitchers have to. Tr- I mean, this is a lefty throwing 92, 94, and and uh, he needs to trust his stuff and pound the zone, especially early. And um, they can put the ball in play. So a couple of one-run games for the Gamecocks this week. A winner Tuesday over Charlotte, but a loser to Kansas State yesterday. Kansas State will stay in the Midlands. They're going to play three games this weekend at the Lexington Blowfish Stadium. They've got St. John's 
here on Friday, and they'll play Liberty Saturday and Sunday over in Lexington County. So an interesting scheduling twist for Kansas State, now 4-1, and one, South Carolina 3-2. And, and, Kip, that was the scuttlebutt this week. You know, after the Gamecocks lost to UNC Greensboro on Sunday, one to nothing. The Gamecocks only had four hits, and the scuttlebutt this week has been you know, what's going on with the Gamecock offense? Are they going to have enough pop in the lineup this year? But they did wake up the bats a little bit in these two midweek games. Five runs Tuesday and five more on Thursday. So, you know, the offense is starting to wake up a little bit. Just couldn't get any timely hits with the bases loaded against K-State and it cost South Carolina a ball game. So, a 3-2 and two start, Kip. Uh, no need for people to push the panic button just yet. We're still very early in this new season and, uh, it just goes to show you how high the bar is set for South Carolina baseball. Two losses in the first five games, and some people are disappointed. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, again, I, I'm disappointed. Coach Holbrook's disappointed. I'm sure a lot of folks are disappointed. The players are disappointed. But it's it's not like that is going to make or break their season. I, I do think, like I said, um, we have got to, especially with some SEC plays, we're going to have to score five or more runs to win ballgames. And, I mean, yeah, there are going to be times, I'm sure, where, uh, you know, our starters can win a game three to two, and that's fine, and that's great. And I think we do have the staff that can do that. But I think down the stretch, for this team to get to Omaha, there are going to be plenty of times where South Carolina backs are going to have to figure out how to manufacture some runs. Hopefully they can get the clutch hitting when they need to. The bottom line this team can win a lot of games if they can score more than five runs a game. And uh, right now, I honestly just – I don't see it. Uh, I hope that, it, that, that that I'm wrong about that. I hope that they can make those adjustments and change. But um, – and you got some guys in the lineup that hit, you know, 240 last year. And, I mean, 240 is just – there's a difference in a productive 240 and uh, uh, just a 240. I mean, we, we've got to have some guys that – you know, can step up and, 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 and hit really well in the games. And uh, I think that's the biggest question mark. So, uh, you know, I know that some of the pitching hasn't hasn't been great uh, in the midweek games at times. But, you know, the bright spot obviously has been the bullpen. The bullpen has done a wonderful job. And the starters, obviously the first three starters have done a wonderful job. You couldn't ask for a better uh, weekend uh, result from them this past weekend, giving up one run in three games. Pretty impressive. So, uh, you know, hopefully, um, again, top bats can come alive and, uh, they need a good weekend this weekend. It'll be a beautiful, beautiful weekend, uh, at Carolina Stadium and, uh, hopefully the fans will come out and support. And, uh, that's, that's the thing. You know, when you got a home game, you got to make it a home game. And those guys, hopefully the fans are certainly loud and make it tough for Wright State to come in and be comfortable. Gamecock Central Radio Baseball Report today with Gamecock great Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips. We hope you'll download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast on your cell phone, anywhere you receive cell phone service. You can download the app on the App Store and on Google Play, and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. All right, Kip, let's turn our attention to Wright State, the weekend opponent here for the Gamecocks. Wright State has only played the three games against Clemson. They won 6-4 to Friday. Clemson came back and beat them 6-2 to Saturday. And Wright State broke out the bats, beat Clemson 9-2 to up at Doug Kingsmore last Sunday. So no midweek games for Wright State. They're 2-1 and one on the year. Uh, Wright State is located in Dayton, Ohio. And by beating the uh, previously 10th-ranked Tigers 2 out of 3, they jump into the national polls this week at number 25. 
Uh, Kip, they're going to play their first 12 games on the road, and nine of those games are in the state of South Carolina, and they've got two against Gardner-Webb, which is due north of Gaffney, just across the state line. So Wright State getting very familiar with the Palmetto State uh, early in this baseball season. Their first home game will not take place until March the 10th. So, uh, Kip, we see this a lot. These schools from up north in the Midwest, they come down south to play early in the season because it's too cold to play up in Ohio in late February. So Wright State spending some time uh, down in South Carolina this month. Yeah, they are. And, I mean, you know, that can be uh, uh, tough on their, their bodies. Uh, you know, being away from home that long is, it certainly could be a, an adjustment. But I just think it's important for, you know, the South Carolina starters to get as deep as they can in the game and, and uh, you know, pitch the contact and just throw a lot of strikes, counter calls, trust their stuff. And, um, you know, it's um, obviously Wright State was not scared. They're, they're, they're <laughs> probably, uh, you know, still on a high. Taking two out of three from Clemson was certainly impressive. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a situation where I think that the home field advantage could certainly uh, vote in South Carolina's favor. And we need the fans to definitely come out and, be as excited as the South Carolina players are going to be to play this weekend series, even though they started off three and two. We don't need much panic right now. We need to, uh, you know, make it tough on the opponents. And, uh, and uh, hopefully South Carolina can play their best baseball of the season this weekend. All right, the weather should be perfect. Boy, the weather's been fantastic to start the baseball season here, Kip. Uh, you know, typically we get some cold ball games in February, but a very mild winter. And I would think a uh, ball club from Dayton, Ohio, uh, would be thrilled to be coming into play at beautiful Founders Park, such a nice stadium. And with the weather that we've had, that makes it all the better. Same for Kansas State, too, huh? Oh, uh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, anytime you can play in 70, 80-degree weather, it's, it's amazing, especially when it's in February. So, uh, yeah, like I said, they're those guys, you know, it's, it's the one thing I've noticed since the move from Stars High over to now Founders Park has been that – that lack of sometimes uh, atmosphere and, and tough place to play, if you will. I feel like that a lot of the teams coming in, they're already jacked up because they're getting to play for one of the nicest, if not the nicest facility in all of college baseball. So it, it, it comes back to the fans. It comes back to them. And some fans may say, well, Kiff, you know, you got to give me something to cheer for. And, and I understand that to a certain extent, but I also have been – to the other uh, stadiums in the SEC. I can remember beating LSU in the ninth inning. We were up three uh, on Friday night and up two on Saturday, and it's the seventh, eighth, ninth inning, and you could not hear yourself sing. Hmm. Every single time on the mound pitching, when we were hitting, I mean, it was just, you talk about a tough environment, and it wasn't just LSU. There's plenty of other places, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Alabama. You know, Florida was never really a tough place to play. They didn't have much of an atmosphere, but uh, obviously they had great talent. But um, that's where, uh, you know, it's, it's important for our fans to truly make it a tough place to play. And, um, 
you know, I've said that in the years past, and uh, it makes a huge difference, especially in college baseball. Great crowds at Founders Park last weekend, 24,501, the official attendance for the three games against UNC Greensboro. Good crowds this week with the nice weather, and we figured to have big crowds again this weekend for a Wright State team that is a real up-and-comer. I don't think a lot of folks saw them taking two out of three from Clemson. They've jumped into the top 25 in the nation now, and they're a happy, excited, and hungry ball club coming into Columbia with a chance to take on their second nationally ranked opponent in a row and try to do some damage on the road. So great non-conference opponent for the Gamecocks this weekend. Schmidt, Crow, and Hill, your weekend starters for the Gamecocks. we got a 7 o'clock first pitch Friday, 4 o'clock start Saturday, and a 1.30 first pitch Sunday. Start times Friday and Saturday moved uh, to accommodate Gamecock fans and to facilitate uh, their interest in seeing the Gamecock basketball game tomorrow. Gamecock men's basketball taking on Tennessee at 1 at the CLA. And a lot of fans will catch the shuttle over to Founders Park for this 4 o'clock first pitch with the right state. So, Kip, a good weekend on tap and a good opponent with a real tough non-conference schedule this year. So, big weekend for Gamecock baseball here in the capital city. Thank you, Kip. Yes, sir. Thank you, Emerson. Go Gamecock. All right, that's Gamecock great Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll come back next week and talk more Gamecock baseball with you here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.